Welcome back, friends, to Watch Closely. It's the weekly show where we take a closer look at the world of movies, television, and what's streaming. I'm your host, Jason, and this week we're going to break down all the changes happening at Netflix and Disney+. Plus. Plus, Kathleen Kennedy is causing some trouble in the Star Wars land. And then we got some new trailers to discuss for She-Hulk and the Terminal List. And then we're going to answer some of your Twitter questions. So it sounds like a good time. Let's get right into it. First off, I'd like to welcome my esteemed co-host. You know this man. He'll have a Bloody Mary, a steak sandwich, and a steak sandwich. Ernie, how you doing? Hello, hello. I'm doing well. Thank you uh, for the introduction. How are you? I'm well. I'm well, dude. I am excited to talk about news. Like, I love, I love our trailer reviews, but I was, like, itching. Like, the whole week, I was like, I don't want to talk to this guy about all this trailer news and, like, stuff mm-hmm. that dropped. There's a, honestly, uh, I think we were talking about this before, but there's so much news this week. Uh, or at least there's always news, but news that we want to talk about, <laughs> I think, more so this week than, than we have had previously. And, uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, uh, our, our trailer review was, you know, for Doctor Strange was, was sweet. I, I enjoyed it. But, yeah, definitely miss the news segment of the of the show. Yeah, I agree. I, I was like telling you, like, dude, we need to do like multiple shows a week, but it's just our schedules. I think eventually we'll probably get to that point. But I think right now I actually like that we record kind of middle of the week because I feel like all the news stuff drops and then we can talk about it. So I think we're in a sweet spot. But um, let us know if you like the the way it's going right now, because we could shift it to Monday. You know, we could shift it around. But I'd be curious to know if you guys have a preference, like when you most listen to uh, the show. But yeah. Yeah, no. And also let us know when you want us to uh, put out that a Patreon <laughs> so you guys get all the exclusive content. You have new stuff for us, Ernie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, one of them is uh, a sing-along with me. Oh. And uh, the other one is uh, just chatting with Jason is, is what the segment is called, I believe. And uh, just <laughs> you, you just chat with Jason. <laughs> it's just chatting it's just chatting <laughs> you just chat you just chat <laughs> and i do it in the in the voice of uh jared leto and <laughs> council gucci <laughs> how, how are you doing how are you doing now? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> news. oh man but yeah if you guys have questions or comments that you want to have on the show definitely tweet at us if you don't know by now it's at watchful tweets or use the hashtag watch closely and we are happy to get your question or comment on the show. We love hearing from you guys. And it helps kind of like inform us as far as like what you guys want to talk about. So get your question on the show. So uh, we have a bunch of news to cover. And so uh, we'll jump right into our news segment. Uh, first up, Avatar. We have a tweet from at the Rosha says that says, seeing this trailer at Cin- CinemaCon before Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness turned me around on the Avatar sequels. The sumptuous visuals, new characters, and new worlds, and touching family moments got to me. I'm in now. What did you think of the Avatar Way of the Water trailer? Ernie, what did you think when you saw it? Uh, dude, I, I remember when we had first talked about the trailer that it was going to come out. Like, where is it, right? And uh, I, I remember being a little bit more reluctant. Like, It's been like, what, 13 years or something like that. The first Avatar was like my first real experience for like IMAX, like really good 3D IMAX experience and all that. And uh, so I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to get excited for the sequel. And yes, dude, like, I don't know what it is. And it's just a teaser, right? It's not it's not much, but I think it's one of the better teaser trailers that I've seen in a while. I feel like a lot of teasers show you something, but it's again, it's a teaser. So it never shows you enough. But I think with this, we got enough to know what to expect when we do get a, an official trailer drop. 
and uh dude the cgi is gorgeous bro like it's really really pretty uh you could tell like they've updated everything like to like i don't know to like a 10 you know what i mean like everything just <laughs> looks much much better and uh i know that they're gonna be i think they're working on if i'm not if i'm not mistaken I, they're gonna uh re-release avatar in theaters like yeah they are fixed yeah. and everything that's really cool that's, that's something cool to look forward to and um yeah dude the way of water yeah trailer like i said was great i enjoyed it everything looked good i was like just like uh uh john roach just said here he you know the, the the new characters that you kind of see some returning characters and then some don't yeah. look like and you're like who is this but, but yeah the, the the little family moment that they kind of have the water stuff that that's going around i'm like i'm excited to see where this story goes because the way the first one ended i it's funny thing i just watched it recently our mother-in-law was watching it because she's like i've never seen this movie in its entirety and she ended up renting it on amazon prime and she watched the whole thing oh wow. and i'm all oh, dude I was like, I wasn't. She's like, it was great. And I was watching it a little bit here and there with her. And I remember the ending and the way that ends. And I was like, oh, wow, there is, there's supposed to be a sequel. There's supposed to be. And I was like, I, how, how did I forget that there was supposed to be another thing? That's cool. But yeah, you know, I'm done ranting. I'm excited to see <laughs> it. It looks great. In December, I'll be there. What about you? I, I didn't even believe this was actually going to happen because there was so many delays, right? Like I think in the last eight years, there was seven or so plus delays. I know the whole like CG department switched over to uh, Alita Battle Angel and they they helped finish that one up almost like to take a break because they had been working on this project for so long but like the thing dude the trailer is super it's, I mean everyone's been saying it's like stunning some people thought it looked like PlayStation graphics but I'm like nah dude if you look at it like there was a bunch of comparison videos like I kind of did a weird deep dive after the trailer got released online just trying to eat up everything that was being put out there. And they were comparing, they're doing shot by shot of the old first movie and what it is like now. And the highlights in the eyes, the way the lights hitting the eyes is so much more like the textures don't look as rubbery as they did before. Everything's just been enhanced and the underwater shots, bro. Like I didn't even think about it when I first watched, it looks so realistic. And all of that is fake the way they're like swimming in the water and like underwater and seeing the fishes like those aren't real fishes i thought it was it looks like an aquarium scene it looks like something you just see out of like a documentary of them just like deep sea diving i was like oh my gosh i can see why it took so long you know the music that they were playing really kind of gets you right at the beginning and yeah i just i really liked it i got super hyped for it and i kind of went down a little rabbit hole hey i'm kind of i'm glad that you went down that rabbit hole because uh you know I, I know you were excited for this movie i did like last we spoke and and I'm glad that you talked a little bit about the colors because I, I did want to say this, like the blue, right? In the skin of the Nativ, right? Is what they called, I believe. The Navi. Yeah, yeah. The Navi is what I thought it was Nativ. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the blue is, is is different from the original, right? Like it just, yeah. but it just, it works still. Like it just, it looks really good. And, and I'm glad you're excited. Uh, I think your excitement made me a little bit more excited after watching the trailer. Because I think you were like, did you watch this? Did you, you know, you were telling me a little bit here and there. And I was like, yeah, dude. And I'm glad I got to see it on the big screen. I think it, look, it looks rad. No, oh, dude. Yeah, I heard it was only going to be playing with the 3D because they have a Doctor Strange uh, 3D, which I actually kind of want to see. I thought I was talking to you about it, but I was like, oh, dude. I thought I wasn't going to see it. And they played it for the normal IMAX. And I was like, oh, poking my wife. Like, that's Avatar. Because I didn't think I was going to be hyped for it. But yeah, after the trailer was... It's basically just a, a highlight reel of the updated CGI. Like if you think about it, you're not seeing a whole lot of story, no, but no. you're seeing all the enhancements, right? Because they do that vine shot of like the floating eye, yeah. whatever the floating. And it looks so much better. Like you can see so much further back. 
mm-hmm. all the rendering has it has increased and uh like i like the behind the scenes kind of tech part of it yeah you know when he grips the the reins of the uh whatever he's mounting i forget what it is i think it's like oh yeah in the water creature. oh dude and then the way he grabs it well dang they they really they really went all out i don't i don't know how much money this is gonna cost them but it it's i'm pretty sure it's a lot oh i'm sure yeah. their that budget is is crazy i'm sure they're thinking that it's gonna make a lot of money and uh, it's funny i saw this on twitter someone said what if avatars fails <laughs> like the second one like what happens to the rest you know, because he's right. already filming it. This is one of the other movies that is being filmed. Part two, part three, and part four are all being filmed at the same time. And the only other movie that I can recall that did that was The Lord of the Rings. Obviously, we, we know how well that did. Yeah, but that was only three. And this is like five. Yeah, That's and this crazy. is yeah. five. I thought it was only well, four. Well, five Jeez. total. It's four four sequels, but five. it'll be five with the, with the first Jeez one. Jeez Louise, dude. That is stupid. <laughs> My daughter's going to be able to see the last one by the time that comes out. That's wild. Oh, my goodness. That, yeah. Well, see, yeah. that's the thing, right? It could fail if the story sucks. Like, I, I feel like if they're not focused on, like, telling good stories in this thing. But, I mean, it, the first one was is the highest grossing film of all time. Like, Endgame beat it for a little bit. And then it had another re-release. And, like, it just jumped back up. And they're going to do it again before the sequel comes out. So, it'll stay at number one. But imagine if this one beats the last one's record that would be crazy i don't know i don't know you know definitely this is something that i think a lot of people are going to be hyped over and it's going to be talked about all around where visually this movie is stunning and hopefully the story is good like you said and and, uh, i think if it does i think a lot of people are going to watch it because like i said before i I know a lot of people are going to be like no that's not a thing but i think people are getting superhero fatigue i honestly believe that like I think you could ask people like I love Marvel movies I'll, or and DC like I'll go watch them. I saw like Doctor Strange like two times, but I still felt like ah I I don't want to watch more of this, but I enjoyed it. I like I, I really liked the movie, but I just I know that there's people like that. So the fact that we're getting something so high budget that is far different than any superhero thing that we kind of been just accustomed to, I, I think it, it's going to yeah. do well. Yeah, you're right. Because now like Star Wars is kind of settling down a little bit and it's not as big and Marvel just keeps pumping out content. Uh, And I think, dude, I I know this wasn't in the notes, but I do want to talk to you about this because I think you're right. There is some superhero fatigue and I think it I think it's the multiverse, bro. I think this is what's causing it's like that convolutedness, because if you've seen Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, like they introduce all this multiverse theory and it makes it like uh, the average person who goes to watch Doctor Strange, there's overwhelmingness to if I if I say I haven't watched any Marvel content and it's like, oh, OK, I got to watch WandaVision. I got to watch What If. I got to watch the first Doctor Strange. Do you feel like people are I feel like people are getting to that point where it's like I can't jump in anymore. Like I have to go and watch all this previous stuff before I can watch the new stuff. Do you feel that as well? It's different for us because you know, we are the consumers of this stuff. Like, like we're, we watch every show. I don't think there's been something that we skipped. Yeah, we just want to watch the whole thing. Yeah, Because like, I always say this, you know, because it, it's very true. Like what we've had like 10 plus years of Marvel that, that we've been just with for that long. Right. And and so we have to follow these things. It's it's kind of like tradition in a sense. It just feels like like we can't skip anything. We We need to know. But you're right, like the average consumer who goes to see Multiverse of Madness that doesn't know, I'm sure they'll enjoy the movie. And I, I think I've told you this, like, I, I believe that this movie can be sold to someone who 
doesn't know what Marvel is and just enjoy the movie. But there is a convolutedness in the multiverse because if you didn't watch Loki or you didn't watch this other stuff, you're like kind of like, well, what's going on? Like, who's Wanda? You know, if you didn't watch WandaVision and all that. Right. You kind yeah, of, and you don't care about the character as much as if you were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense. And then, like, I, I'm not, I don't want to speak for you, but, like, your parents aren't Marvel people. They're not like you and me, right? Or my parents aren't either. But they can go watch something like this and be like, well, that was good. But they, they won't know anything about it. No context. Like, when Charlie Theron comes out, like, they won't know who that is. They probably didn't even stay for the freaking... <laughs> for the uh, uh the head credits they don't know that stuff that's like that stuff that we know because that's for us that that's like the, the the fans of it i don't know man i i mean you know going into the doctor strange of multiverse of madness i think you know the multiverse definitely ruins a lot of the appeal of what the previous marvel movies had and i'm still trying to figure out what that is but it just kind of seems like everything we've seen didn't matter anymore yeah. I think Loki solidified that a little bit more than everything else, the show. But it just, it feels like none of it was worth it. Like none of it meant anything. Exactly. Like the sacrifices, like all that, it just kind of is rewritten. And and that's why I always say to you, these these things aren't for us anymore. It's a restart. It, it's like they hit the reset button for the new generation. And and you, you either get behind that or you, you, you stop watching it. Obviously, we've, we've stayed with it, but... I think that they're going down a different route and, and you know, some people like it. Some people don't. I'm like, now I'm a little bit more like, oh, I didn't like this. I didn't like this, you know, but I, I'm, I'm enjoying where it's going, but it's, there's certain things that just like kind of, you know, I'm like, eh, I could have done without. Yeah. Dude, the multiverse, I think it adds so much more complications because the consequences are, are not there anymore. Right. Like we can't feel the weight of the, the conflict because it's like, Oh, well, if this, version dies we can get a new version of this person from the multiverse and it it just cheapens it so much like the more i think about it the more i don't like the multiverse and i want them to like kind of wrap that story up a little bit you know and we still have like the time streams to deal with from loki and it's like how do i explain that to the general public like okay this is a variation of a time stream and this is a variation of a multiverse and like it, it, it it gets too complicated well, I mean, you st- you'll still have that, that feeling that you said of losing someone because there isn't no second America job as there's only one. <laughs> ah, that's kidding. true. See, they introduced that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm oh, just dude, kidding. I want to talk about that because how you were saying like, oh, these are not for us anymore. Like this is like stuff yeah, for the, the next generation. And I, I see how they're wanting to introduce newer, younger characters, which I'm fine with. I thought it was weird to introduce America Chavez in this Marvel movie specifically because... I just saw the the featurette for Ms. Marvel. Like they're introducing Ms. Marvel, which is an even younger character, right? Oh, Kamala Khan. And dude, I watched that featurette thinking like this would be something for like my nieces. Like they would like this show. This is not for me, but I could totally see my my nieces watching this and being like wanting to dress up like her for Halloween or like wanting to like, you know, emulate her. Like that seems like something fun for that generation. Like I don't need to be as connected to every single superhero, but it feels like they're trying to do that with America Chavez because she's like super young in real life. I think she's like 17 or 16 or 17. Yeah, yeah. Something I think like when that. she filmed, I think when she filmed the movie, she was actually 14, like the actual oh, age really? of the uh, character. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. It just like, she seems like it'd be, she'd be another one of those Ms. Marvel characters, but they put her in such a dark movie. Like, I felt like that was really out of place. So, like we said in our, our spoiler review, I was like, I don't think we would take 
I wouldn't take my my nephews to see this movie because it was so dark. So it was very strange to me that they would try to introduce her in this movie and then later on like continue her story on. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. Like going back to the overall like 10 year scheme that Kevin Feige has mapped out. I'm wondering what direction they're going to take it. Like, are we going to eventually kind of sunset the ones that we know and love and it's going to be all for like the younger generation or I don't know. What do you think? I mean, yeah, possibly. I mean, I, I think I, I know a lot of people, you know, they call it uh Wolkenstein, uh, you know, that, you know, you know, doing LGBTQ stuff like that. And they call interest. it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I saw that. on. That. Uh, yeah. I heard that somewhere. And I, I, I freaking thought it was hilarious, but that's like, that's like a thing. Right. And, and, you know, I understand where they're coming from because, you know, they want to appeal to the next generation. Like, like we've stated and, you know, LGBTQ, uh, all that stuff, you know, like representation is a big thing now. And, you know, back then a little bit, it was a little less than it is now. And, you know, a lot of, you know, people get mad and it's like, it's woke, it's with this, but they're trying to, and I don't want to speak for them because I don't know. I've always felt that maybe now they're trying to get the new generation because that's what's going to make them money, right? It doesn't work for us, yeah. but it works for, for like your nieces and nephews and stuff like that who are raised in this time that we're living, you know, uh, things are changing and, you know, we, you know, not everybody likes it, but, you know, you know, things are going to come out. Like, like, I think, uh, you know, I'm sure this is going to get a lot of backlash, but the the movie bros, right. That's going to come out. It's about two dudes that are friends that are gay. Right. (laughs) You know, obviously that isn't for like someone's grandpa or something like that, but that is for like, the new generation that wants to see something like that. So honestly, I'm curious to see how that movie does just because of the hype around it. But you know, the, the people talking about it, but you know, but, but, the, but you get what I'm saying. It's just like, they're trying to appease the next crowd, the next generation, the one that is on Twitter that is seeing everything in this world go on and they want to feel a part of something. And, and the, I think that's, this is what that is. It's how people felt when they used to read comics. It was a sweet escape to be a character that that I don't know like Iron Man he was a billionaire or whatever and it didn't matter if you were white black mexican uh, like asian whatever you still felt like you could be that character it didn't matter what you were but now uh you know it's become a little bit more apparent that with all these things happening in the world and you know twitter and the news all this hate crime and stuff i think like they're trying to you know get that representation and and show that oh you can you can you can be this character because he looks like you, not not because you felt like you could be him. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't know. And I, I, I'm i all for it. Like, I love the inclusion. I think it's great that we're adding more diverse um, roles and diverse characters. Like, I, I'm all for that. Like, I just saw uh, everything everywhere all at once. And, dude, there was, like, I don't think there was. Oh, there was one. There's one white character in the whole movie. But the whole movie was so diverse and, like, I loved it. Like there was nothing wrong with it. Like he told a good story and I was, I was there for the whole ride. It was great. It was a very good movie. Um, I understand them trying to, trying to diversify as far as like the, the age group audience. Like I think that makes sense to try and pull in the younger audience. Um, but I feel like well, we're getting She-Hulk, which feels like it's targeted at our age group. But I, I think maybe the balance is a little skewed at the moment where it feels like we're, we're, we're skewing more towards the younger and it's losing our appeal because we still want to have those like adult adventures. And it feels like we're kind of shifting now. And it may, maybe it's just an adjustment period. Maybe it'll come back because I know what they're trying to set up like Secret Wars or something like that, which is a lot more adult, I think. But we'll see. Uh, 
we went on kind of a little rant for that one, but no, nah, no worries. Yeah, nah, I'm glad we did. I mean, there's there's so much to talk about. Definitely, I mean, hit us up on Twitter at uh, Watchful Tweets and let us know if you guys want us to get into it a little bit more because there's a lot of thoughts. Definitely, you know, in in the future of Marvel and where that's going. I know we talk a lot about Marvel. It's because you know we love Marvel. We we like we said we watch it all the time, but like we could talk about a lot of things and and you know they they change things here and there for whatever fits the 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 i mean it sounds like funny but the narrative at the time right you know whatever is 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 hip and cool is what they're gonna jump on i know it you know i i want to say this because i i if you guys like honestly think about this right uh uh why are they bringing out so many uh like characters uh, that are the way that reflects how we are now that's because if they if people see there's a reflection of themselves. They're going to try it's going to make more money. It's going to like sell. And, and I think, you know, you could always see that. I think you could watch a documentary about that where they talk about Marvel and they're, they always had an agenda throughout the years of, of their content that they were created and, and why they added certain colored characters and why this was this. And, 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 you know, in the seventies and the eighties and all that. And they, they, they talk about that openly. And I always found that interesting because like, I think we're, they're doing that now, and you know some people don't like it some people hate it but honestly i like like you said that they're adding all this stuff i just want them to write good characters not just like these 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 dumb characters that don't work you know what i mean uh, i don't know yeah it's really interesting to think about because yes i see like you want to you want to see someone that could be you on screen and you kind of see yourself in that character but like you know spider-man he was like a a, a white dude and he was he was like the biggest most popular movie of i think any marvel movie it's like, he was like huge mm-hmm. right with the the spider-man no way home and i feel like it's all about the character right like you could have you could see yourself in any of these characters as long as the story and the way the characters are written yeah. right is relatable yeah, true. is yeah. so like yeah i i feel like a lot of times like we'll get into like the lord of the rings stuff like how they're trying to add more representation and it's not how it was written. Like all that's all that stuff that keeps happening in Hollywood. And I think they're missing the point. It's, it's the characters, the way the characters are written. It doesn't matter what skin color you are. I I'm all for uh, giving representation. Like that's good. Like as long as it fits the character, if it's the story, it's telling stories that we love that we can see ourselves escaping, you know, into that reality, that type of thing. No, I agree, man. I agree. I mean, Dude, I'm I'm short, chubby, and I dressed up as Batman when I was a kid, and I wasn't rich, <laughs> and I thought I was Batman. Yeah, dude, I remember that when I was a kid, and I was and I had a friend. My friend was Robin, and you know how cool that was as a kid, like walking around in this costume, thinking that you are this character. Like, it's your imagination. It's it's a well written character, and I'm glad that you said that. I think a lot of people lose sight of that. That because you know they want to fit this narrative of being this this included character, they're just like, oh, let's make him this, and, and people are gonna love it. No, no, make him that, but write him off like, or write him off, write him better, or, or <laughs> him or her or whatever, like write them as as a as a better character because that's what matters to people. Uh, I think. Yeah. Uh, what do I they think, represent? What is who are these people? Right. Like. Yeah, 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 and you, I, I think you always I, align I, with their values. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Mm-hmm, exactly. No, and I, no, I'll end it like this because 
I think we went on a little bit, but, uh, (laughs) you know, uh, like we said, you know, the next wave of stuff isn't for us. And it's, and it's because a lot of these characters that are, that are new and are coming out, they haven't earned their stripes, right. In a sense. And and they, 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 they haven't earned our commitment to seeing where they progress. Like I didn't see America Chavez in, 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 in the Dr. Strange movie and say, I can't wait to see what she does next. And, and it's not hating her or her character or anything like that. It was just the story and the way she was written just didn't work for me personally. I'm sure she's going to do great in whatever else she's next. You know, she's a good actress. I'm sure she'll do well in whatever endeavors in the Marvel Cinematic Universe happen. But as of now, it's just like I don't care what's happening, mm-hmm. and 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 I know that they'll pull. I I know that they'll they'll do they'll pull me in. I know they will. They always they always do. Um, usually, right? <laughs> we don't know how it is now, but yeah, if they focus on on the character, yeah, exactly, dude. Like, like I think we said this before, but Moon Knight. We didn't care about Moon Knight when we first saw the trailer. Like, who who is this guy, dude? By the by the first end of the first episode, I was sold. I was like, I love this character. I love the quirkiness, the the mystery, everything about the way they crafted the character and the way it was portrayed. I mean, Oscar Isaacs, dude, he did a lot for that character, but it all comes down to like, sh- you know, show me, show me people on screen that I can care about and I can attach to, and I can follow these people, right? Like I want to see where their adventure takes them. And I think that's what it's all about. But, you know, sometimes you just want to you just want to chill. You just want to relax. You know, you just want to put something on and turn your brain off. And uh, usually people go to Netflix. Right. Ernie, I, I would say uh, that, that's how it used to be. But ah, yeah, yeah. according <laughs> you would have set it up. Yeah, I was, <laughs> no, that was good. That was good. You're 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 going. You're going. I like I like where you're headed. You know, <laughs> obviously Netflix and chills what he was heading towards. That's right. We're going to be talking about an article that Deadline wrote. This is this is this is crazy because of the way you phrase it too. You're like, usually people used to, but now not so much, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we'll we'll start off with the with the first positive thing, or at least something that I think is kind of a cool idea. So Netflix is kind of becoming its own network, and I know you guys are like, what's a what's a network like a, like a cable network, like a Fox News or Fox or you know whatever uh, CW kind of because I think they're exploring live streaming a show how are you going to implement that twitter question because i didn't know how to do that so in the first quarter in april netflix disclosed that they're they're losing they lost two hundred thousand members in that last quarter and so they're and they're planning on losing another two million in the in the next quarter according to the quarterly reports that came out and so they're trying stuff, right? They're like getting out, like they're trying to figure out how can we get more revenue because their only revenue stream right now is subscribers. Like that's the only way they can make money. So they're like, what if we tried, uh, you know, so live streaming is one. And I put this uh, Twitter question or Twitter um, from at Neil for tech says, Netflix is exploring live streaming options. What will it be for? Will it be sports? reality shows, stand-ups, and is it a good idea? The reason why I put that in there is because Netflix is going to experiment with live content so you can only watch it live. Like it'll have a have a date, like show up at this time and you can watch this thing. Deadline actually said, right? It was going to be for stand-up comedy and unscripted shows. So not sports. What do you, what do you think about this, Ernie? I, I think it's a cool idea. I mean, I, I think Hulu does it already, if I'm not mistaken. And I think there's a lot of the a couple things like maybe uh sling and all that but 
it's not it's not from its network it's not created for the network or for the the streaming service as this is and this is interesting because i think you know one of the big things that netflix is trying to do and, and they try to do with their video game department right they purchased i forget what uh company but they're trying to keep you on the app as long as they can have you so instead of you going off and playing a video game on your playstation you could stay on the netflix app and play stranger things or whatever they have on there and i think their retention rate is probably what's declining and not so much because of their content because i know they bring out a lot of content but i think people are just you know there's so much content but i think it's so diluted and uh i was i was talking to my wife and i had asked her i'm like what do you think about netflix like would you cancel it she's like no i I like netflix like there's a lot of good stuff on there it's just i don't know what's there like i I don't know how to find something that's good for me like the algorithm where because she she purposely goes around and 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 likes everything that she likes like horror films Mm. and all that and so Mm. she gets horror films that are are rated bad on 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 netflix but when she watches them she loves them and she's like the algorithm's off like this doesn't make sense and and i'm like i i understand what you mean it's just so convoluted with things and and they they need a better system i think i think that's what they need i think another thing i was saying was uh, i think they need to do video on demand i think they need to become a amazon prime where you can buy movies you can buy shows because at some point shrek all the shrek movies will be gone from the service right and people love that stuff like i i was watching that 70s show for the longest when it was on netflix and when it was gone i was like oh well what am i gonna do now i think a lot of people had that for the office as well but i just remember being like if i could have the option to buy it on netflix i would have and that would have kept me there because it would have i would have felt like oh because i purchased this i'm purchasing things here it would give me incentive to keep wanting to subscribe and keep wanting to subscribe and keep that thing. And I just gave them a great idea and and they are not paying me. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. So you're thinking if you bought it, say, say the office, right? If they showed you an option like, Oh, office is going away from Netflix, buy it and you can own it. So would you be able to watch it without your Netflix subscription or you'd have to still stay subscribed to Netflix to watch it? See, that's the thing. I, I would think that you can just keep it. You know, just like Amazon Prime, you don't need to be Prime. It would just work like Prime, yeah. It would just work. Oh, okay. Um, Here's another cool thing that I I think is a great idea. And I know a lot of people are like, you know, a lot of people say that this is kind of a bad thing. But Xbox Game Pass. We're going to talk a little bit about video games here, guys. (laughs) Bear with me. So Xbox Game Pass is a subscription service. You get games that Microsoft has given the developer money to have for a certain period of time. I think all other Microsoft titles that they own will stay there forever. but there's certain titles that they they buy, they give the developer money, and they have it for a certain amount of time, like I said. And I think I just repeated that twice. And so what they do is at some point, they leave the service, right? They don't stay there forever. And they give you the option. They'll say, oh, this is this game is going to leave in like five days. If you buy it now, you'll get 20% off. Uh... That is such a great marketing tool to give that developer more money. And to keep people on that service, like it just it just works in both ways. Now Microsoft is is an entity, bro. They they are a behemoth. They can get away with doing things like that because of the amount of money they have. But the fact that they're doing it is garnering a lot of people subscribing to the service, and they're not going to make money in the next couple of years. But 
in a few years from now when everyone is on that service because it's such a great price for what they're doing. It's just, it's going to eventually be a revenue thing in it. And I think, you know, keeping people, like, again, keeping people on Xbox is keeping people away from PlayStation. Does that make sense? And the competitor loses money. Now, I'm not saying PlayStation is doing bad. They're doing well, right? PS5 selling well. I mean, now it's hard to get, but, you know, the games are doing well and all that stuff. They're first party stuff. But you know what I mean? Like, I've heard people talk smack about Xbox. Obviously, people, console wars. But the Xbox Game Pass, I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about that. Yeah, there's a lot of games, but there's nothing there. I'm like, well, yeah, maybe not for you, but for someone like, uh, I don't know, I don't want to speak for you, Jason, but like you, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of buying uh, Little Nightmares. And I'm like, no, it's on Game Pass. Would you rather pay $10 instead of $30 for the game? Like, which would you do right, just, just to, get, to grant access to it? Yeah, just exactly. to get it right away, right? And then, and then they have cloud streaming, all that stuff. So there's so many ways that this can work. I know we went on, you know, away from the Netflix here, but it's just... No, but I, I totally... Dude, this makes more sense. What you're proposing makes a lot more sense than what they're trying to do right now with this, like, live shows. Like, because what you're saying is keep the content in the platform that they're using, right? Like, keep them going. If we love something that's going away from Netflix, we can still watch it on Netflix. We just have to pay that price to own it. I do. That makes so much sense. And like what they're do- what they're doing. So go- getting back to the live stream content, dude, I, I don't see this as a sustainability thing to keep people on on the network. Do you? Do you think this is like a good move for them? No, I think this is Netflix grasping at straws, to be honest with you. I, I don't foresee people. Maybe there's gonna like some people. I don't for unless it, it's got to be just the thing is they have to release something that like people like Game of Thrones. You know how like everyone was watching it day of and there was live reactions on Twitter. Like if they can do some sort of because this is a social experiment in a sense. And a lot of people I don't think are yeah, thinking that, but, of, yeah. but it is because once whatever show stand up whatever like if they do a dave Chappelle stand up and it's live and and it and i think uh, uh you know i think in deadline they say uh, and i quote i'll be it with a few seconds delay in case things get saucy right end quote and and they're talking yeah. about you know the live stream is going to be live but there's going to be a few seconds delay just in case something happens and they can get rid of it really fast and that's what they usually do yeah right and and i know netflix and i like i said i know dave Chappelle's stuff with lgbtq and and and, you know i know a lot of people hate him because of it and what he says could you imagine if they put that up live and then the reception it'll get through twitter and all that and the live commentary and everyone talking about and all that stuff if they do something like that it could it could definitely work but it does feel like they're grasping trials. Like they're like, what are we doing? And it's funny because, sorry, I'm going on a rant, but like they took out Blockbuster, yeah, and then they they're doing this, and now someone else is. I think Disney Disney is about to take out Netflix from their their number one spot. Yeah, their trajectory that they're about to. It's wild. I, I agree with you. I don't think the live is going to work, and it's weird because the whole Netflix model is built around. The opposite of what cable is, right? Where it's on demand, I can watch what I want to watch. And this seems like it's going straight towards the cable. It looks exactly like cable, right? Show up at a certain time, watch a certain thing on this certain channel, right? Like, why would they think this is a good idea? And I feel like you're right. They're grasping at straws because they're they're scared, bro. Like, if you look at the, the stock prices, they've dropped nearly half in just this last month. Like, it's looking bad for them. Like they've had to lay off, I think 2% of their workforce because of the subscriber loss. So 
I think Netflix is feeling like they're in some major trouble and they're just like, I'm just going to start throwing things at the wall and see what sticks. They need to look at what you proposed, basically, like keep the content where the eyeballs are, basically, like give the people what they want to watch on the channel that they're already on. I I don't see the stand up stuff working. I, I love their stand up. Like, I think they have a lot of good stand up. Like usually when there's like something new, I'll be like, oh, cool. Like I'll watch some of their stuff. But I don't know, man. Like this is a this is a tricky one. You you said that they, you know, they lost two percent of their workforce. And I think they're uh, 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 firing about 150 employees in America. So in the United States, they're, they're, they're firing. And I think they're like animation and a bunch of other stuff, you know, things that they're working on. And, you know, I think they were talking to the CFO, Spencer Newman, who said, and I quote, he said, we're pulling back on some of our spend growth across both content and non-content spend. We're trying to be smart about it and prudent in terms of pulling back on some of that spent growth to reflect the realities of the revenue growth of the business, end quote. So they know they're losing money. <laughs> like they're right now, like, like this is this is them trying to figure out how to not lose what they have. And I think I, I just I, I don't think they can compete because they don't have the MGMs, the freaking Warner Brothers. Like they don't have anything. They need to get that. Like yeah. instead of spending seven because because they're going to be spending 17 billion on content still. They should mm-hmm. be spending that on a company, on, on a thing like that has a backlog, like DreamWorks, whatever, you know, something. I think acquisition is is the key for, for their survival. <laughs> That's what they need to do, <laughs> honestly. but. I think we were saying that in the last was the last couple episodes we were saying like, yeah, 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 yeah. Netflix doesn't have that's the thing they missed. Right. They are all about original content. They didn't have anyone with a catalog that they could they could lean into. Uh, obviously, I am not an analyst. I don't work for a business. I don't know this stuff. I just kind of see what's going on and I kind of like make my own formulate my own opinion. Uh, you guys could take that or leave it. You know, it's up to you guys. Yeah. You guys can see the writing on the wall, as Jason said. And they definitely need to fix this fast before it gets worse. The the other piece of the puzzle, so that they, they currently only have that one revenue stream with the subscribers, and it seems like the other piece is going to be that they're going to introduce a cheaper ad streaming tier, uh, ads with video on demand. So that might be a good solution. Like, I feel like the the thing to consider is the still the content for Netflix because I I know Disney Plus is doing the same thing. They're going to add a cheaper ads ad tier. And um, I wanted to ask you, though. So say I feel like you have Disney Plus or you don't. I do. Yeah, I have all the services minus Peacock and uh, oh, okay. uh, something else. So the thing I was a little surprised about, say you already have Disney Plus and then they were to introduce a cheaper ads supported tier. Do you see people dropping down to the cheaper version or staying with their non-commercial version uh, i've thought about this and you know if you were to ask me this yeah like what would you do heck no 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 <laughs> dude i hate ads i went to streaming because i hate ads yes like if i wanted ads i'd have cable why would i want ads it just i, I know my wife is still okay with it you know i think she i forget what i told you guys that she i think it's paramount plus that we have and that one has ads i don't watch that so right, i don't yeah. care but that's what she wants to see that I see it and it bugs me. I'm like, I don't want to see this. Like, why would I not imagine watching? Cause okay. So, so we'll get into it. Disney, Disney's also doing that a low entry point. Right. 
And right. every hour of content viewed, there's going to have an ad that lasts four minutes. Could you imagine watching a, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and something is happening on screen? You're like, oh, my gosh, what's happening next? And then an ad comes out for freaking, I, I don't know, tampons. <laughs> and you're like, hemorrhoid cream. Yeah, hem- yeah, yeah something like <laughs> I would be pissed, dude. I would I, I would be pissed. You know what I mean? And I think you and I think, again, this is like vote with your wallet. Right. You pick and choose what you want with ads. I personally don't think it's worth it, but I mean, I mean, it's a great barrier to entry for a lot of people. Like my mother-in-law doesn't want to pay for Netflix, Hulu, and all that because it's so darn expensive, and it is. It keeps going up in price. It's like fifteen, almost twenty dollars. I want to say maybe per subscription. They keep raising it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And 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 and, and so, I mean, I don't know. What what are, what are your thoughts? Well, that's the thing. Is like I would I'm in the same boat as you do. I do not want to watch the ads. Like I'll pay the extra two, three, four dollars just to skip the ads. But according to Disney actually put out an article with Variety and they said that Disney is anticipating over the long term that the majority of Disney Plus consumers will pick the lower cost ad supported plan, which is set to launch later this year. They say based on our Hulu experience, we actually have more ad supported video on demand than subscription video on demand subscribers. So they already have kind of a baseline with Hulu. And more people have the ads version than the non-ads version. So it's just crazy to me that people who are so used to having Disney Plus without the commercials, they would switch to the cheaper version and just deal with the commercials. Like for me, it's such an interruption. It's so jarring, especially if it's not something that's like sitcom where it's like made to have a break every like five minutes or so. Like there's already spots for commercials, right? It's like cliffhanger and then you you pick back up right in the next scene and like we've just gotten so spoiled with the disney content so far as far as like wandavision and like loki and now with moon knight it doesn't feel like it just fits with like i don't want it like i i don't understand how but it's it's crazy to me that they're they're already anticipating that more people will choose the ads but i feel like netflix for sure needs to do it because it it introduces another revenue stream for them disney for me, I'm not looking forward to it, and I hope I hope they don't bump up the price. I think was it you who were saying like they're gonna eventually just bump the price up. Yeah, I think like I think if, they will. Yeah, eventually. I mean, at some point, to keep with what they want to kind of, you know, the the revenue they want to make, it, it's gonna get more costly for sure. It just it just makes sense. That's, that's just how it is. It's inflation, all that stuff. It just the streaming war. Is turning into the cable war. It's the same. We are going to start getting cable packaging deals. We're, we're getting to that, right? We're getting ads now in our streaming services. Okay, well, now I'm going to get Disney Plus ad, Hulu ads, HBO Max ads, Peacock ads. It's turning into a cable package, right? Yeah. And, and, and what are we gaining over this versus? Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're gaining, you know, what we're gaining is uh, choose to pay more or choose to pay less. You know what I mean? That's what we're gaining. Is the choice. It's crazy, bro. Like the, the whole streaming war is so fascinating. Like just to see how it's evolving and reverting back to kind of like the old ways. And it's like the whole reason we moved away from cable is because we hated the ads. We hated the sitting there waiting for our shows. We wanted to be able to push a button and watch a show that we wanted to watch. <laughs> it's just like, well, yes, but how do we make the money? I don't know, bro. I, I feel like the the people that can hold our attention the longest is the people that are going to win the war and I think you will start to lose people the more ads you throw at them and the more it starts to feel just like what we had before. I don't know. It's interesting. 
I'm sure they're coming up with a plan. I, I think we're going to see a big shift in everything that's coming out, like in terms of content. Uh, you know, the, you know, Netflix now, you know, trying losing money. And again, we don't know that, you know, it's just what's been stated. Right. We don't know if that, I, like, it sounds like a lot of money, but it probably is just chump change to them. Who knows? Right. But it seems like, uh, other, uh, contenders are coming up and I think, uh, what's going to end up happening is we're going to get quality content. I think we're not going to get uh, uh, like one-off things, right? Like uh, I can't think of anything on Netflix that's not that great at the time, at the moment. I know there's things that Netflix drops and people don't care about. I think more people are mad now that things are getting canceled with Netflix because they they only have the they only keep the shows that have the most eyeballs on them. Exactly, right? and that, that's like what if that's, you get really into. Yeah, oh, is that what you're gonna? That's get? where I was heading. Yeah, because I I, I understand I, I I understand right where where you guys are coming from. I think me and Jason were talking about this, but me and his wife we like this show called The Prince. It was on HBO Max. They canceled it. No more season two, right? And yeah. not enough people were watching it, right? Not enough people were watching it, and and that is an testament to the show. The show must have been was great. Probably they probably got lost in the sauce, just like I said with the algorithms and all that. But the fact that it's not making money is why it's not happening. It's not because you don't want it. It's not because they want to take it away from you. They're like, oh well, you know what? Like you liked it so much, we don't want you to have it. No, no, no. It's it's because it didn't make them money. And so now they're gonna be choosy and or sorry, picky and choosy with what they choose to put out. I think the content is is only going to get better because now they're going to be more aware. Well, uh, this is probably going to make us money. So let's get freaking Chris Pratt in another movie. Kind of like Amazon Prime. Look how many movies they put Chris Dang. Pratt in. Right? Yeah, he's the guy. He's, he's the, the guy. Amazon Prime and, guy. And he's making money. He's, <laughs> he's a name. Like people know him, right? So I don't know. But see, I don't understand why there's this mindset of, oh, not enough people watch the first season. We're going to cancel it. Because like, haven't they learned that when you complete a show, there's so much more value in the repeat watchability of this. Like, be, like, look at the friends, look at the office, look at parks and rec, look at all these shows that went all the way to the end of completion. Like you don't watch. I can't like, you don't even know like a show that just kind of canceled itself halfway through. Nobody watches it. Right. Because it's like, what's the point? I'm not going to get a satisfying conclusion. Like I can't even think off the top of my head uh, of a show that just canceled midway that I was like, Oh man, like I should go back and watch. I that could. Show. And I, I, there's this PlayStation show when I was, I don't know, I think I was, I don't even know if I was in high school. I think it was in college, but it was called Powers. And uh, it was a Sony Pictures thing. And you had to have PlayStation Plus to get the, the, the episodes. I loved the show. It wasn't that great, but I love that show. It was like really, really good. And I was like, it's, all, it's like, it's like that, that, that TikTok meme with, with the Woody you remember from, you know, the Toy Story 2 where he's like, you know, they use that that audio, but it's like, hey, he's all, okay, go the next one. He's all, come on. He's all, there is no next one. They canceled it. Oh. You remember that? <laughs> he's talking to the yeah, prospector. Yeah. That's what that is now. It, it, it's become what makes them money and what doesn't. And it doesn't matter what you care for. Like, it's just. But mm-hmm. like you watched the powers, right? And you loved it. Would you go back and watch it now? No. Because I know that there's no conclusion. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I get you what you're saying. If, yeah. if it had a conclusion, people would go back and watch it. Or, or new people would pick it up and, and discover it. And I think they're dropping the ball. Like, it's, 
it, it loses all of its rewatchability or even like discoverability once once the the show just cancels right like nobody's gonna watch it yeah yeah i, I get what you're saying but it's like okay so is is a is a bad show that's finished still bad sure but it's finished but like it's it has finished a okay story. yeah but, <laughs> so that's the thing it, it's losing them money i i think uh you know the only the only show that i could recall right now at the top of my head is is community yeah that had gone through so many people trying to buy it until yahoo picked them up to finish it and, and it, i love that show like i've watched all the seasons like a few times i know i agree yeah that's a good one it just i feel like like i, I think like you were saying, is a bad show still a bad show if it's if it's finished? But like, there's some people that might just love the heck out of that bad show, right? And like, they might discover it later on. I just, it's like, it's like writing a trilogy of a book and then just like not finishing the last book because like or, not enough people read it. Ah, uh, you're talking about like uh, George Railroad Martin with uh, or yeah, yeah, <laughs> with uh, the Game of Thrones. Yeah, exactly. I feel like there's money on the table when they don't finish it or if they don't at least wrap it up, like say, you know, so you get one more season to like wrap it up. Cause I think they just, uh, yeah. just like the, like they just canceled like Batwoman, right? People loved Batwoman and legends. Yeah. They just canceled legends and people are so mad because they want to see like the finish, like finish the story. Yeah, the yeah. I think they canceled the flash and then they ended up bringing it back. I think enough people wanted it back. I think that's why I made it. I think they just canceled I was a show called Naomi or something. It was like a DC show. And I think we had discussed it and, and they canceled it. And that was like, I saw a clip of her flying away. It looked terrible, but they canceled that. And people were like, well, why do you think it sucked? Like, and people were mean about it. So again, yeah. that's why I ask you, like, is a bad show finished still bad? And it, yes, it's bad. If, if they don't see value in it or, you know, and it, it's not going to be, it, I don't think now we're going to get cult classics. That's not a thing anymore, in my opinion. You know how like you see a, a movie back in the day. I don't. I can't think of a movie, but there's movies that are terrible, but so terrible they're good. Kind of like oh, uh, a Trolls Two. Yeah, that's right? a good one. You know how that's a terrible movie, but you can come back now and watch it, and you're like, wow, that's a cult classic. Like people love that still. Like people honestly love that movie, and it's it's not a good movie. Yeah, and I don't think we're gonna get that now with like streaming stuff. It's I don't think that's gonna be ever be a thing where I, I like. You're gonna, you're gonna. I don't. I can't think of any shows to be honest with you that I cared for, that I saw that I'm like, oh, this is terrible. But I'm gonna be like, oh, this is a good cult classic now. You don't get that anymore. Yeah, I mean, I understand like first season canceling it because that's that's an experiment season, right? Like that's like putting it out there and seeing what happens. Um, But if you get a seat a show that's like it's gone two or three seasons, or there's enough people watching it, obviously that they renewed it. I feel like they should at least. I don't know. There's certain ones that I feel like deserve to be wrapped up that Netflix is just like, ah, we're not getting enough. So just cancel it. They're very cautious when it comes to taking risks of something brand new, something new properties, or even like revitalizing old stuff. Like usually gets picked up by another network or something like that. But even if you look at Lucasfilm, right there, they, I think they even mentioned that they don't want to, to recast any of their old characters anymore. Kathleen Kennedy said something about, like the future of Star Wars is not to recast. Yeah, I mean, you know, she stated what you just said, but you know, I just want to get into one of my thoughts here. It's not the characters being young that didn't work. It's the storytelling. It's the writing. It's that these characters didn't get a proper story. 
You know what I mean? I enjoyed Han Solo or Solo, right? The movie, and I forget the actor. I think I think he did a great job. Him and freaking Donald Glover as uh, as um, the smoothest man in space, dude. Uh, Lando Calrissian. Lando Calrissian, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Slipped my mind, but I think they did a good job as those characters. But the story wasn't good. Uh, Woody Harrelson did a great job as that character. He was dope. The character was sick. He was really good. But the story just didn't work. It just was like, why do I want to see this? No, I agree with you. It it's funny because if you look at the the show that we're like raving about right now is Obi Wan Kenobi, and uh, Ewan McGregor is playing a younger version of of who's the original guy? Uh, Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness. Thank you. Like they're doing the exact same thing, but yet this quote comes out like, "Oh yeah, we're not going to do any more of young Han Solo." Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of a weird comment from Kathleen Kennedy. I feel like she needs to like kind of just admit that 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 wasn't a good story. <laughs> Some people like it though, actually. It's it's one of the better ones for sure. Again, the story wasn't the best, but like beautifully shot. Um, I I the little girl that's like the the I don't know what she is. She sucked. I think she comes out of Captain Falcon or whatever. I mean Captain Falcon. That's a Smash Brothers character. I think she comes out in, in Winter Soldier right later on. It's like that one girl. She's like a little girl, whatever. But her story was dumb. But I'm sure people who are bigger Star Wars fans than I am, like that know the story, probably really liked it. But it just didn't work for me. Like I would have liked to had focused on Solo being the smuggler, getting to where we wanted him to be, not where he started. I don't care where he started. I don't want to see him falling in love and being all like. I mean, I I, I didn't mind it, but I was like, I want to see him be the smuggler with Chewie already, bro. You know, like, yeah. I, that's what I want. That's what people want to see. Like, nobody. We already know who the character I, is. Yeah. Like, we I don't need know. to know his. It's like Spider-Man. I don't need to see Uncle Ben die again. Like, I always say this. Like, I don't need <laughs> to see him get bit yeah. by a spider. You don't. You don't. You already know who he is. You know my Give story. new adventures. You remember in <laughs> Tobey Maguire, he says, you know my story. And it's not for the faint of heart. Just not forget how it goes. But. Dude, I totally forgot that Aaron Kellerman was in that movie. She's the one that's in Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, I'm she's got about, like yeah. the, the red hair and the freckles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot. She, I haven't seen that movie in a while. But dude, you know who else? So you should you should watch. I, I should I should go back and rewatch it. But they like I think it was like a year ago they announced that Lando was going to get a spinoff series like he, yeah, with, yeah. with Donald Glover. So I'm assuming that's dead after this comment, most likely. And I think even they said like Amelia Clark was going to show up somewhere yeah, yeah, in yeah. like Mando season three or something. So I don't know. Her comment was very kind of weird and confusing to me like i was a little bit like well but we have some good stuff there like you don't have to throw like you don't have to make a blanket statement and just say like no more new i mean i don't know we'll see i want to say this because uh last thought my last rant i i always say i hate certain things in star wars i really don't i love watching everything i would watch rise of skywalker i'd watch all that stuff and i still enjoyed it you know i always talk you know smack like oh that was dumb and this and the air it's still Star Wars to me and I still love it. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how much they change and they do stupid stuff that I don't agree with. I still enjoy it. And, and, uh, and again, like I said, I think the next, the, the new generation of Star Wars isn't, isn't for us. That's for the new generation, right? It's like, stop saying this. <laughs> I have to say this because that that's what it is. Like, uh, the, you know, the new hope and, and all the way to uh, return of the Jedi was for your dad. You know, Phantom Menace to Revenge of the Sith was for us. And uh, the Rise of Skywalker, I mean, uh, freaking 
what's the uh, Force Awakens to Rise of Skywalkers for our nephews, right? And that's just how it is. There's nothing left for us, dude. I, it sounds like it's sad, but no, 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 don't be sad. This is great because this <laughs> this allows like because I think we talked about this before, like Force Awakens to 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 Rise of Skywalkers gave our nephew his first like look into Star Wars, right? And then he told me, "Oh, I love Star Wars," and I'm like, "Well, go back and watch these." And he went back and he loved the whole series. So like, so it's a great entry point for them to go to the past, right? I love that. I think that's great. Yeah, that's true. Did you hear there was something on Twitter that I read where it seemed like Kathleen Kennedy was looking for a Kevin Feige to take over Star Wars. They were looking for that guy, one that will like map out the next 10 years of Star Wars. I'm like, you have John Favreau, you have Dave Filoni. Like what's going on here? It just seemed very strange to me that she was looking for someone other than them. Like they need to shift it up a little. I feel like they should just let John Favreau and Dave Filoni just run with it. Like it's whatever Star Wars stuff they want to, they want to tackle. Like just let them go for it. Like yeah, let them run with it. I think they should get rid of everyone and just keep those two. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think they've done anything bad. I know that there's little things here and there that people don't agree with, but yeah, just give them the full reins. Like uh, we don't, we don't need Kathleen Kennedy. I don't. I don't, when I think Star Wars, I don't think I ever think of that, that lady's. Yeah. She doesn't come up in the conversation like, oh, she's doing such a great job. Yeah. You don't, yeah. you don't, you, you don't care. And I'm, you know, the only time I ever think like, uh, like hear any praise is Dave Filoni, John Fabra. And I think there's a few directors that filmed a few episodes of Mandalorian where they're like, well, these guys are doing a great job. Let's give them their movie. I think, uh, yeah. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Ron Howard's daughter. She comes out in Jurassic Park as well, or Jurassic World. And a lot of people are like, well, let's give her a movie. Let's give her like something. And, I, and I'm like, yeah, dude, these are the people that you see are doing a great job. Why not give them the reins? Like, but it's because like, I think they have, they have plans for the future already for what they want to do. And they're like, we want to get these characters done so we can do this, this ride on Disneyland so we can do this. You know, it's, it's all planned out. It's mapped out. That's just how it is. Bryce Dallas Howard. That's what it was. Oh yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's just bothering me. I was like, I know her. I was going to say, uh, for some reason, Delilah Howard. I don't know why. Way off. (laughs) Hey there, Delilah. Uh, so speaking of people that have been leaving a bad taste in audiences mouths, as far as their comments and their things that they've been saying recently, uh, Amber heard Amber heard testimony <laughs> day. <laughs> There's like a hashtag going around. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I don't know. Is it? I, I just, I wrote that cause it just sounded funny. Oh really? Yeah. No, it's going around. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad I wasn't the first to think of it. I just thought about it, but that that's awesome. Uh, yeah, go into it. I, I was telling my wife, I was like, they, there better be a second season of this trial because it's just so darn good. It's <laughs> like, like it's like good TV. Yeah, and then like new evidence comes out, and they have to go back into court, dude. Uh, yeah, dude, like, who took a dump need. on Johnny Depp's side of the bed? Like, is is the big? Uh, oh, <laughs> they find a second dump. Uh, Freaking analyze it. So tell me what, like, you've been watching this. Tell me what, like, what is she she claiming? She's claiming that the Aquaman, the script or something. Yeah, like yeah, she yeah. Was, so there's she's a, blaming it on Johnny. Go ahead. Yeah, so she's blaming it on all the all the negative press that she's been getting, and. uh this comes from Amber Heard. I think she it was during her testimony. I think in in May 16th that it came out. But uh, and I quote: "I was given a script and then given new versions of a script that had taken away scenes that had action in it that depicted my character and another character without giving any spoilers away. Two characters fighting with one one another, and they basically took a bunch out of my role." End quote. And and so 
I, I put this in the story, you know, obviously we were talking about it and, and you know, I've, I've watched the trial here and there. I, I, I stopped cause it's getting a little ridiculous, but the reason I put this on because you know, it, it's actually, it's talking about Aquaman too. That's supposed to come out. And I know they filmed a lot of scenes already. And I think I, I might be wrong, but I saw that Jason Momoa was like, well, let's just take her out. But I, I think they needed to keep her for the story to work. Cause they already, like I said, filmed so much of it. Yeah, he wants to recast her. He wants to just recast her altogether. Honestly, I would have, but I think it's like, like I said, I think it's so far gone into it that it just wouldn't work. You know, I put this in the story because I wanted to ask you, like, do you think that, you know, them taking all those scenes out, will this affect the way the movie kind of flows? And also, do you think we're going to get an Amber Heard cut where we get our scenes back? And I'm just kidding, you know, like, (laughs) imagine the Amber Heard cut. I mean, dude, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't know why she's like trying to blame it on the press because i think people are already trying to like recast everyone even before the trial right i think i don't know i i'm a little indifferent about it i kind of like if you just look at it just from her performance in the last movie i thought she did good i don't think she did bad i thought she was a no. good yeah, Mara she, or whatever it was yeah uh, i think was she was she uh marine she or was something Mara, like that? i think her Mara, something, yeah. yeah something like that and yeah I, th- I thought she did good i thought i liked her i I would have kept her if, if, you know, obviously none of this thing was going on, but I think, I think it sucks because they should have just let her keep the scenes. I mean, there's nothing right. they can do already. It's, it's already too far gone. They, they should have just left the movie how it was. And regardless of how this case ends, I think, you know, people are going to formulate an opinion. It's kind of like that saying it goes, uh, any press is good press. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure, you know, people side with her, like you said, and, some people hate her and you're still going to get people to go watch the movie. I think like I was talking to a buddy of mine and he liked the first one. And he said like, and I told him, Oh, do you know about this stuff? And he's like, he's like, yeah, but I like, I'm still going to go see the movie if she's in it. Like, I don't care. Like they, they don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> these people are, but that, that's just some people are like that. Yeah. And you have to think too, it's a movie. So it's going to exist 10 years from now. And this whole trial is going to be done and over with. Nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to know what happened on behind the scenes. Right. And if it actually affects the story to the point where it's like, well, that's weird. Why'd they cut her out of so much that hurts the overall longevity of the, of the franchise. Right. Like they should just keep it consistent and tell the story they want to tell throughout the whole series. And who cares what's going on as far as like the public eye? Because that's all going to be forgotten in a couple of years. Like nobody's going to be thinking about the trial. Nobody's going to think of like, yeah. you know, it's like if you think of the Dark Knight, right? Nobody's sitting there like, I mean, right now people know what happened to Heath Ledger, but nobody 10, 20 years from now, it's not going to factor into their watching of the movie and how much they like the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, agreed. Like maybe they'll go and explore the history, but... They're just gonna be like, man, that was a good movie. Yeah, They're not gonna yeah. know why. Kind of like, kind of yeah. like the Flash, you know, with like the Ezra Miller stuff that's going on. Do you think, like, you know, you know, obviously the negative press and all that that's going on with that guy. Do you think, like, uh, because of uh, of like the things that he's done, you think people have filmed it and <laughs> and they're gonna add it to the movie? <laughs> all his Hawaii damage. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like after the movie, like while the credits are rolling, there's gonna be footage. It's just gonna what? be like. Uh, <laughs> It's going to be like Ezra Miller and his attack on Hawaii. And it's like, I'm going crazy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure people have it on film or something. Cause it's like Ezra Miller. He's like famous. Yeah. I don't oh, know, man. man. There's I, some wild footage, yeah. dude. I didn't know how wild he, he gets pretty wild. Yeah, I, I think, stuff. I think people are, yeah, I think people are more, you know, do you go back to Amber Heard? I think people are a little bit more sympathetic with what's going on. And, and it's, you know, caught the eye of many because, Domestic abuse is, is such a big thing in, in well, I don't know if everywhere, but it's it's a pretty common thing that a lot of people are aware of. And 
that's why people took so such umbrage with uh, what's going on and and it's i don't know it, it it's it, honestly it is silly that we get to watch it and it, it looks like a reality show like a, like a tv show it yeah. doesn't look real right and i think you see her crying and the way she cries just looks weird and fake and then people are analyzing it and making it look and then they're saying like she just did a bump of cocaine off a napkin like all these little things and you're oh like my gosh. <laughs> it, it's it's wild bro yes. and and then i'm and then in my head i always think like well do you guys remember when all that me too stuff and jeffrey epstein and all that craziness was going on like why weren't those trials shown to people right televised like why like why see why those? wasn't yeah. that like that is is a lot crazier than what's happening here I'm not, I'm not i'm not trying to negate or you know lessen what that what happened to to johnny depp because i think he was getting beat and all that stuff but there is other things that are a little bit more i think worth telling than this i think this could have been in the background and you know, people would have been fine, but it, it, you know, it being televised is definitely, it's kind of like putting a veil over your eyes. Like there's so much other things going on, but you're like, so fixated on this. It's just, I don't know. It's weird. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. It would be really interesting to watch some of those like really controversial, like, I don't know, like the OJ Simpson trials or something that was really big, right? Like a really big uh, ordeal where it would have been great if it was televised. Dude, so many people would watch that. Maybe that's what Netflix needs to do. They needed to like televise a, a whole, like a uh, televised <laughs> live streams yeah, of like, court cases. They get a, they get a televised when Ezra Miller like they're gonna have just always someone on camera with Ezra Miller when he's in Hawaii to see what he does. There's a reality show to just follow him around uh, just to get like drone shots and like hidden cameras. Dude, yeah. you're full of good ideas today, bro. It's great. All right. All right. Okay. We got to move on to our see it and our skip it because there's a couple things that I, I really want to ask you. So first off, we finally got a teaser. And it was funny because when it dropped, I was like, when are we going to get a teaser for this? But She-Hulk. Being a superhero is a trial by fire. Who's going to protect the world if not people like you? Jennifer Walters. I'm a lawyer. I have great friends. Can we get some shots, please? It's an emergency. A demanding job. We just started a superhuman law division, and I want you to be the face of it. And a frustrating family. Because we didn't ask for this, but you still got to deal with it. Your transformations are triggered by anger and fear. Those are like the baseline of any woman just existing. Oh. Yes, yes, no, no. I just want to be a normal, anonymous lawyer. Can you tell us where She-Hulk is? Jen, you're a story now. Girl, your ass looks crazy right now. You could be an Avenger. Oh, I'm not a superhero. That is for billionaires and narcissists and adult orphans for some reason. Is there anything more depressing than dating in your 30s? Yeah, this is the best date I've had in a while. Oh. Should we split some fries? Let's get those to go. She-Hulk Attorney at Law is coming to Disney+. And this is the one, like we said, is it's aimed at us. It's aimed at our generation, I would say. What do you, you think of the trailer, Ernie? I, I like the trailer, dude. I, I, thought it, I thought it worked really well. 
the CGI, not that much, right? I think you put you put a tweet here that that says CGI isn't CGI. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, dude. But yeah, it just it looks wonky, and I I think that was the first thing I'd said. I was like, dude, this looks terrible. I'm sure. I think you were me and you both agreed. I think they they're, they're gonna fix it. You know, they'll change it up. But it, it right now as of right now in that trailer or was it a teaser, right? Yeah, it's just a teaser trailer. Yeah, yeah, the teaser just it looked really bad. I think a lot of people were saying she looks like. Fiona from Shrek. <laughs> Dude, I have a theory. So What's your theory? I think they released this trailer purposefully with bad CGI because I think if I was Disney, I would want to see how audiences react to the look of her before they go and they finish the final CG. I feel like, you know how Sonic, they tweaked it after they got such backlash from the from the public? Yeah, like yeah. The originally, it was really weird. So, like, if you look at the rest of the trailer, like, the Hulk looks like fully done hulk like he doesn't look all muddy i feel like they purposely gave us like the down versions of her just to gauge the reaction as far as like how she looks and then they're going to tweak it and then they're going to export it that's my guess because i know there's like certain trailers from like endgame and stuff where like stuff was not finished and then you see the final results are like oh okay they added a bunch of like they added the lighting and the speculars and the texturing and everything looks a lot better they released this trailer with a with a cautious like let's just see what people think like i know they're going to complain about the cg but like how does she look does she look like how you'd want her to look and i think based on what they're seeing like the fiona and all that stuff like they're going to tweak it and it's going to look a lot better that's my guess that's a pretty that's a really interesting theory uh you're wrong (laughs) i think you're right honestly i think you're right It, it just makes a lot of sense but it's like the trailer i think has uh more views than all the Star Wars movies or something like that. I had read. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I might be wrong. You guys crazy. are going to have to fact check me on that one. But yeah, I saw something like that. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I mean, like the trailer was was pretty cool. I, it's funny that you say it's aimed at us. I know it is a little bit more adult. I, I think I saw someone tweet out <laughs> the Shrek in the city, oh. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> sex in the city, because she's, she's trying to date. right? <laughs> and it, it just it, it's interesting, but it, it works, you know, in, in its own way, in its own right. Like, the show but i really hope that they like they they give her a good story i i i think that's all i wanted because i i mean she hulk's always been cool in the cartoons i don't know much about her but you know the trailer was was you know it worked for me and i'm excited i want to i want to see it i'm i'm actually i'm actually curious to see what they do with it you know not as excited for the cgi though to be honest with you i kind of would i kind of would have preferred them like getting this really tall buff lady to play her version, like Lou Ferrigno style, dude. That would be cool, <laughs> wouldn't it? Like, but I think just uh, paint her green. Yeah, but I think I think with She Hulk, I think she's more She Hulk than she is. You know, in between, you know, I don't think she, from what I recall, she always stays in that form, kind of like kind of like uh, Bruce Banner is now. Maybe I don't know too much about like as far as her in the comics. Like I, I know like she's like the cousin or yeah, she's the cousin. Um, so I don't know how she becomes she hulk to begin with but i love that we're getting more bruce banner it's so funny like he still doesn't get his own standalone like everybody's been like give us a, a hulk movie and it's like well we'll give you scenes in this show It's <laughs> the closest you'll get um but dude it it's i just want to point out like i know the, the the woke society i know everyone is like you know very conscious about what people say but wokenstein like, this is aimed wokenstein this is aimed squarely at our generation because like if you think about it, like it's it, the the very opening shot 
is like a butt shot of her. And then the next shot, it says, you will like her. And then it's this lady saying, oh, my gosh, look at your ass. Like it's it's made to it's she's supposed to be sexy. She's supposed to be. I think she's always been like that in the cartoon. Yeah. Very sexualized in the comics. Yeah, so they're playing like up the sexual, uh, yeah. Yeah. And the like the ending scene, like she's carrying the guy off, like she's actually picking him up and carrying him away. And I was yeah, like, yeah. come on, like they're they're leaning into it a of little. Of course, bit, they're right? like, should we take these fries? Should we get, should we get fries all to go? And it's like she's horned up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's it it is right. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a more adult more for adult. sure. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I have no nothing else to say, but. I'm here for it. I'm going to, I'm going to probably see it uh, whenever it comes out. I, Dang. I well, to see it and a stream it because it's going to be streamed on Disney plus. That's true. Hey, I hope, it, I hope it's a good story as well. I hope it's not just like cookie cutter. Wait, hold on. I want to ask you this before we move on. How, what did you think of the name? She Hulk attorney at law. I think it's hearkening back to the old sitcom procedurals. I think it's trying mm. to be like a lot of people said it's like supposed to be like Ali McBeal, which I never watched Ali McBeal. It's before my time, but yeah, uh, it's supposed to be like that, oh, where she's actually like a lawyer and she's trying to like solve crimes. And it's supposed wow. to be I loved. Here's here's one thing that I really like about this show that uh, aside the fact that the Hulk is in it is that we're going to get something that's completely detached from multiverse. Like it seems like it's just going to be its own yeah. kind of like self-contained. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be cameos and stuff that pops yeah, up. I think Wong comes out right and now, also but, obviously. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Really? Yeah. Wong's going to come out. And I think uh, the abomination. Dude, if Wong comes. Oh, uh, cause he, I hope yeah. daredevil comes out. It makes sense for daredevil to come out. Mm. Cause he's a lawyer too. No, I don't know, man. I, I don't know about daredevil. I know he's, he's getting his own Netflix series soon. So, Oh yeah, dude, I'm excited for that. Yeah, same. <laughs> dude, that's going to be exciting. So yeah, I'm 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 here for it too. Um, it's a see it for me and a and a stream it. I mean, I I guarantee you the next trailer is going to be way better as far as like more story, better graphics. I feel like we're gonna. Oh, get- I thought you were talking about the next trailer we're gonna discuss. Oh, <laughs> oh, the next. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're gonna say. Uh, the Terminalist. Let's talk about the Terminalist. So Amazon Prime released a teaser trailer for the new Chris Pratt action thriller series called The Terminalist. 12 SEALs lost and no one in command even issues a statement. Nothing in this file adds up. Who has the capability to alter our signals, change our records? Evil minds of blood destruction. Brother, that is God's hand punishment. Headaches, paranoia, memory confusion. Well, I'm not crazy. You need somebody to help you prove it. I know what it's like when war follows you home. I hope you'll be able to find peace knowing this mission is over. You're not at war. You're at home. There's a difference. Not anymore. I can't let you keep doing this. I think something happened to me on that op. Based on the best-selling novel by Jack Carr, a series follows James Reese, who is played by Pratt, after his platoon of Navy SEALs is wiped out during a covert mission. Reese's situation worsens when he returns home 
to his family and conflicting memories and questions about his culpability arise. As new evidence about the ambush comes to light, Reese discovers dark forces are working against him, endangering not only his life, but the, the lives of the ones he loves. So, Ernie, you saw this trailer? What'd you think about it? Dude, while you were, uh, while you were uh, saying the spiel of uh, what the movie was, I wanted to sing in the background. Generals gathered in the masses. Dude, I am sold. It, 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 <laughs> that song alone just sold it. I mean, I'm a, I like Chris Pratt. I, I, I'm a fan of Chris Pratt's work. I saw Tomorrow War. It wasn't, or what is it? Uh, the Tomorrow <laughs> on Amazon Prime. What was it called? Yeah, The Tomorrow the War. Tomorrow. I saw that movie. Yeah, yeah. I, it was not that great, but I still enjoyed it. And uh, so I, yeah, it was okay. It was, a, it was okay. It was okay. But this one, it, this one looks good. And, and you said that this is going to be a series. So it's interesting because I don't think we've had Chris Pratt do a series in quite some time. So this is, you know, this is a long thing. This is going to be a little bit more drawn out for the character, which I'm excited for, which is one of the things I think that the Tomorrow War kind of lacked is the story. Right. And uh, I think we can both agree. But yeah, the, 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 the song just it just was so perfectly done. I love that song. I think I was telling you, I used to, well, not, not so much so, but I used to sing that song to my daughter when we would change her diaper <laughs> or we would put her to sleep for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. I'm that kind of guy. But <laughs> if you guys want to hear the actual song, subscribe to the Patreon. I'll let you guys, I'll let you guys hear it. But yeah, so everything in the trailer worked for me. I am really excited for this. Uh, I really liked uh, a lot. Well, I like a lot of the things that Amazon Prime is, is coming out with recently. I really like Jack Reacher. I know I know. last we discussed that you weren't really into it. I haven't watched but it. But I highly recommend that. It, it's really, really good. What's his name? Really? Oh, Alan Richardson. Uh, yeah, Alan Richardson. Dude, all I, all I know is... All I know is the muscles because I remember my wife saw the trailer and she's like, hey, we should watch that. I was like, ah, it's because of the no, muscles. Dude, he's, he's freaking huge. He comes out in uh, <laughs> he comes out in Titans, uh, DC Titans. He's, he's, he, I hate him in that in that that show. So I was kind of reluctant when I saw him. I was like, uh, I hated him so much in that show. But that's what his character was. I he was just being a good actor in yeah, that point. But, yeah, but in this one, he just it's so well done because I think he, he plays off of Reacher so well because I think if you read the books, I've only read a few passages because I was I wanted to look into what what he was talking about once, but he talks about the way he handles the character and the way he uh, he doesn't really he doesn't really talk. There's like in the script, that he did. and so he had to like do these things to kind of like go around that, and it works so well. And it and it, and just the show is, uh, is like it keeps this consistent um, flow throughout it. And I haven't finished that. I think I'm at the last episode, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But I but it's a really good one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so I'm excited for this. I like I said I like what what Amazon's bringing out and you know obviously they they have the money to put this budget in so you're gonna see a lot cooler stuff than you know we're, we're you know used to. Um, what about you? What did what did you think? I, I agree. I like the trailer as well. I like the the Navy Seal aspect of it and kind of like he's not sure what's going on and he finds out there's like a a darker side to it and there's actually like people trying to work against him. I think Chris Pratt's actually executive producer on this, so he's he's really like. I think I was I was watching some clip where Jack Carr was actually the writer of the series. I think it's it's a series of novels. It started off as one novel, but he said that he actually imagined Chris Pratt as he was writing this. He you know usually you pick like a an action star because when he wrote it, it was like Parks and Rec. Like he, that's all you knew of Chris Pratt. He wasn't an action star, and he had in his mind like I feel like Chris Pratt would be the guy that would be this character. And he I guess he came to him with the idea. 
And Chris Pratt just got on board and he's like, yeah, dude, let's do this. Like, so he's like executive producer. And so he's like pretty passionate behind it. And I know a lot of people are like, "Ah, I don't know about Chris Pratt as far as like his personal life, but like I've, I've liked everything he's been in so far. Like I'm really excited for Jurassic World. This one looks pretty cool. It looks a little bit, I'm going to be honest. It looks a little bit like something I wouldn't necessarily watch. I know you were saying watch Jack Reacher. And it kind of reminds me of the same thing that John Krasinski did. Is it Jack Reacher as well? The one that John, uh, John Krasinski series? No, I think his is. It's something similar, right? Yeah, It's you're a Tom Clancy right. type of thing. Is it the same character? I tried to get into that one too, and it just seemed a little, I don't know what it was. It just didn't hook me. Um, but maybe this one this will. This was Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan. There you yeah. go. So how do you mix those two up? I mean, um, sounds pretty similar, to be honest with you. But yeah. These Jacks are always getting into trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but I like the trailer. So at, at least for that, it piqued my interest. So we'll see. It's a it's a hesitant see it for me. What about you? That's funny. Yeah, this is a definite see it for me. But I, I think these are the things that I like to watch. Like, I, I really enjoy this. Like, it reminds me of old 80s action films. I think I was telling you about the Northman as well. It reminded it, it reminded me of Conan the Barbarian with Schwarzenegger, and, and I, I don't know what it is. I I wasn't born in the eighties. I was born in the nineties, but for some reason I was just raised with that stuff throughout my childhood, and so I have a big appreciation for that. So when I do see something that gives me that nostalgia, I, I am more likely to want to see it, and and this is kind of bring me to that where. Uh, yeah, it doesn't look like super 80s, but, you know, it's that action kind of like thriller stuff that I'm really yeah. accustomed to. And, and and so so I'm here for it. Uh, it's a see it for me. Nice. Yeah. Just like the that movie I sent you, uh, I, we didn't talk about it on the show, but Interceptor with Chris Hemsworth's wife. Oh, yeah. yeah, a, yeah. Elisa Patsky or Patsky. Or, I can't say her last name, but dude, that one looks freaking cool, too. I want to see that one as well. That looks, I know you were it saying it looks like Die Hard. And I was like, dude, yes, it does. Yeah, I hope that's good. I think that's a Netflix too. See, Netflix, it's got some stuff. Yeah, but but see, you saw that. Like, I have not seen that anywhere else. That's the thing. It's like it's the algorithm. Going back to the algorithm. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 too much, too much stuff. All right. So lastly, we're gonna do a couple of Twitter questions to wrap it up. And uh, the first one comes to us from at Bales eleven eighty one says, "Okay, film Twitter, I got another question for you. Tell me a movie you feel has not aged well. What's a movie not aged well already?" <laughs> Dude, I think there's so many, but the other day I was watching uh, this movie, dude, and I think I was telling you about it, um, Jack and Jill. Now, that movie's not great, right? It's with Adam Sandler. He has a twin, and it's a, he plays a woman and a, and a man. And uh, <laughs> I love every Adam Sandler movie, even the dub, dumb ones that people hate. I, I like I really enjoy that stuff. And Jack and Joe was one of the ones that I least that was my least favorite, but I still watched it. But I watched it recently. And uh frickin' uh, I was telling you this, Jared, the the subway guy. You remember that guy that used to be like the spokesperson uh. for Subway? He lost a lot of weight, he was all fat or whatever. And he got yeah. caught with child pornography. And he comes out in this movie, or in that movie, Jack and Jill, and it, and it's so weird to see him be like, you know, being like trying to be funny and all that. And I'm like, you're a sick man. And and I was like, that did not age well <laughs> that he's there, <laughs> but he's there, and it's like there's nothing you could do. But I, that's that's the movie right. that that I thought of when I had this question when I had gotten. I was like, dude, I'm sure people probably don't remember that movie. That's like one of those ones that people don't watch. But yeah, if you guys want to see some sick weirdo dude, 
I mean, he's not weird in the movie, obviously. <laughs> he's kind of just a jerk or whatever he plays off. But it's just, you know, knowing that knowledge in the back of your head, you're like, dude, that guy is crazy. That guy's sick. Oh, man. See, that's a, that's a case of actually, like, knowing the background of the person has actually, like, ruined the movie for you. And it's, like, stuck with you. Like, you'd think, like, after time, like, people would forget about it. But, you know, that's a good one. See, and that, that goes back to what you were talking about, like, the Amber Heard and all that trial, like, and the Heath Ledger people still remember stuff like that i think it right i think it's exactly. more more of like if it, it's a really bad thing uh, that's when people remember but yeah yeah if like that's what you're known for yeah. like you've become yeah kind of like kevin spacey right like that'll always be what you think in the back yeah, of your head yeah. when you watch a kevin spacey movie now yeah, yeah it's kind of like that um i was trying to think of like a movie that hasn't aged well for me i i feel like off the top of my head it it's Peter Pan, the animated one, because I totally forgot there's that whole scene of like the Indian chiefs and like they're doing like the. Oh, that's the right. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and like the, yeah. the way they portrayed it's so bad, bro. If you go back and watch yeah. it. the Oh, dude, it did not age well. I remember like liking that part as a kid. Like, oh, it's kind of fun, like the dancing and like the. Yeah, of course, because you don't know any oh, better. I mean, as a kid, you don't see stuff like you don't you're not thinking like cultural appropriation all that stuff like you're you don't think that stuff you're just you're a kid you're enjoying a cartoon right you're just having fun with yeah. it and you're just yeah yeah that's so crazy yeah, i totally did. forgot about that scene dude. <laughs> yeah that's bad and it's a long scene too yeah, it's yeah. like a whole it's thing. got his whole segment i, I like, remember that yeah jeez yeah geez. so that that's the one at the top of my head that's the that's one funny. i'm sure there's other ones that i'll think of but so thank you for the question definitely good that was a good one um the next one is from at let's talk sports let's uh, eight eight nine eight seven 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 six. <laughs> that's who yeah, it is. That's a, that's a long one. You know, but, when I find these questions, I just read the question. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't look at the ad. And some people have some well, crazy yeah. ads. Uh, like, like, did you really need all that? I feel like no one is named Let's Tall. I don't. I don't think anyone is named. Maybe that, that's like maybe. It's maybe like, it's like their phone number or something. I don't. Oh, know. maybe. It's like maybe a, it's like his, his social security and. We just read it oh, oh, gosh. on the lie there. No. <laughs> but okay, we'll say let, we'll say let's let's talk sports. This is handle. It says random question. What movie was what movie was you excited to see but wish never saw seen it now? <laughs> <laughs> the way you see it. <laughs> what movie was you excited? I kinda wanna to hear see? yours, dude, first. Like what, what what's on the top of your head? I was sort of excited to see Moonfall. <laughs> it's such a bad movie. <laughs> oh, you you finally saw it. Well, we all kind of fell asleep. Remember, we I put that on and like everybody kind of fell asleep oh, to it. I stayed right. up and was like watching it. It's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, what did you expect? You know, but I, I know. I thought uh, I was I expecting to be some cool like moon thing. Yeah, it was not good. Yeah, that's a good. Okay. Um, oh wow, that's a good one. It's, so for <laughs> me, the Matrix Resurrections. Right. Oh well, yeah. Dang. Uh, that <laughs> like I I I want to erase that from the mind. Like never again. Never again, dude. That movie, yeah. I don't want to get into it. It was no. We we've gotten sad, into it before, and, and, and like I know people are gonna be like, "No, nah, it's a good movie." And this and that, you didn't give it a chance, maybe or what? I saw this movie four times to try to grasp. <laughs> I think it was like maybe three or four, three three or four. I, I, I don't even remember now. I'm trying to forget that, but I saw it enough times where I understand why people like some of it, but I just I couldn't get past like. The way they just treated the the one, two, and three, it just, I, yeah, I don't want to get into it, dude. I'm already angry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a movie. I mean, I, it's it's okay, but I just, yeah, I wouldn't. 
it's one of those ones I was really excited for, but I, I, I would have been glad not to have seen it happen, honestly. <laughs> I would have been fine with the trilogy. They. All right, well, on that note, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny, dude. Yeah, it, The Matrix, yeah, I don't even want to talk about it. Okay, yeah, well, let's wrap it up for uh, for the day. Thank you guys for joining us. Ernie, thank you for uh, coming on and talking movies with me, as always. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. If you guys enjoyed the podcast and stuck around to the end, definitely follow us on Twitter and subscribe to our podcast on whatever you listen to podcasts. And we'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks again, and uh, hope you have a good week. Bye. Very good. I'll have a Bloody Mary and a steak sandwich and a steak sandwich, please. Very good, sir.